Hello, and welcome to the Global Venturing Review podcast, taking you through some of last week's biggest stories from across the corporate venture capital space. I'm Fernando Moncada, and we're starting off this week's recap in the clean tech sector. Carbon Clean, a UK-based carbon capture technology developer, raised $150 million in Series C funding led by oil and gas producer Chevron subsidiary Chevron Technology Ventures with a aim to help decarbonize heavy industry. Through what's being billed as the largest ever funding round for a point source carbon capture, which captures emissions directly from the source, such as industrial sites or refineries, Carbon Clean is aiming to achieve gigaton scale carbon capture capacity around the world by the mid-2030s. Proceeds from the round will be used towards scaling the production of its modular carbon capture technology to achieve cost savings. The company currently provides technology to several industries, including cement, steel, refineries, biogas, and energy from waste. A host of corporates took part in the Series C round, including cement producer Semex, conglomerate Marubeni, insurance provider AXA, electronics manufacturer Samsung, gas producer TC Energy, and oil and gas company Saudi Aramco, alongside Wave Equity Partners. For Chevron, this marks the latest investment in carbon capture, with other portfolio companies including direct air capture technology producer Carbon Engineering and carbon mineralization technology developer Blue Planet Systems. Meanwhile, SoftBank Ventures Asia, a vehicle for telecommunications and internet group SoftBank, has taken part in a $182 million round for South Korea-based interior design platform operator Bucket Place at a reported valuation of roughly $1.4 billion. Bucket Place operates a mobile app called Ohouse that enables users to choose and execute home remodeling and renovation ideas from furniture to interior structure. The home improvement market has seen a sizable increase in popularity throughout the pandemic. Murray Asset Capital, a vehicle for financial services provider Murray Asset, contributed to the round as the Temasek's Vertex Growth Unit, Bond Capital, BRV Capital Management, Korea Development Bank, and IMM Investment. Bucket Plays will use the cash to expand its presence in its home country and new markets, including Japan, Southeast Asia, and the United States. It will also increase its augmented reality capabilities so that users can preview furniture and accessories in their homes. Elsewhere, Lev, a New York-based online commercial real estate financing platform, secured $170 million in debt and Series B equity funding from investors including real estate manager JLL and financial services firms Capital One and City in order to simplify commercial real estate transactions. Lev provides a marketplace for commercial real estate financing, giving businesses access to lenders and streamlining what is traditionally a clunky process. The company claims that it's closed a billion dollars of commercial real estate mortgages last year, having grown tenfold year-on-year. The $70 million equity portion of the round was co-led by Parker89 and Cross River Digital Ventures, who were joined by Canon Partners, NFX, Animo Ventures, Stepstone Group, and Blitzscaling Ventures. Cross River Strategic Direct Lending Group also provided $100 million in debt financing in addition to the equity. JLL and Capital One invested through their subsidiaries, JLL Spark and Capital One Ventures, while City took part via its City Ventures and City Sprint units. Meanwhile, Talos, a New York-based crypto asset trading platform, received $105 million in Series B funding from investors including financial services firms City, Wells Fargo, Fidelity, and Siam Commercial Bank, as well as trading firm DRW and payment processor PayPal. 
Talos operates a suite of services, including trading platforms, lending marketplaces, settlement tools, and data and analytics aimed at facilitating institutional investment in digital assets. The roster of financial institutions backing the round speaks to the increased appetite in the financial sector for exposure to digital and crypto-adjacent assets, which they have typically been wary of given the uncertainty surrounding them. General Atlantic led the round, which featured BNY Mellon, Stripes, Matrix Capital Management, FinVC, Voyager Digital, LeadBlock Partners, Graticule Asset Management Asia, Anderson Horowitz, Illuminate Financial, Initialized Capital, Castle Island Ventures, and Notation Capital. Meanwhile, Observe, a California-based performance management observability platform, raised $70 million in a Series A2 round that featured Capital One Ventures, the corporate venturing unit of financial services firm Capital One. Observe provides machine learning-powered tools to help developers and software engineers retain visibility across all components of an app, including the user-facing interface and the back-end development systems, in order to glean data insights. Observe claims that its platform ingests 40 terabytes of data and executes 25 million queries each day. With rapidly moving software technology and an increased data flow across the board, it's become easier for development teams to be overwhelmed by new software malfunctions and demand for upgrades, making observability more important. Sutter Hill Ventures and Madrona Ventures filled out the round's participants to bring the company's total funding to $114.5 million. Bird, a Vienna-based e-commerce logistics company, hauled in $56 million in Series C funding from investors including financial services company Raiffeisen Bank International, joining a growing list of startups challenging Amazon's next-day fulfillment network. Bird helps online sellers provide next-day delivery for customers with a platform that helps coordinate orders with the inventory management in 30 warehouses across Europe. It already provides fulfillment for Amazon shoppers, but the company hopes to siphon off more sellers from Amazon's own logistics network, Fulfillment by Amazon. The company said that it would use the new capital for what it calls the largest connected and independent fulfillment network in Europe, with launches planned in Sweden, Poland, and Denmark later this year, adding to its existing presence throughout France, the UK, Germany, Austria, and the Netherlands. Cambridge Capital led the round, which also includes Speed Invest, Muro Capital, and unnamed existing investors. Reifesen Bank participated through its corporate venturing unit, Elevator Ventures. And the round comes on the heels of e-commerce platform Shopify's $2.1 billion cash and stock acquisition of logistics services provider Deliver, which is also meant to close the gap between Shopify and Amazon. Payment processor PayPal co-led a $50 million Series B round for Egypt-based digital payment services provider PayMob to make contactless payments widespread through the region. PayMob provides omni-channel payment infrastructure that allows businesses to accept payments through multiple methods such as cards, QR codes, buy now, pay later installments, mobile wallets, and more. Through a partnership struck with payment processor MasterCard earlier this year, PayMob is offering mobile-based point-of-sale systems for merchants to accept contactless digital payments without the need to buy traditional point-of-sale devices, which can be prohibitively expensive. Cora Capital and Claypoint also co-led the round, which featured Helios Digital Ventures, British International Investment, A15, FMO, which is a venture vehicle backed by Global Ventures and three Egypt-based financial services providers. PayPal invested through its corporate venturing unit, PayPal Ventures, whose other recent investments in digitalization-focused companies include its participation in a $111 million Series B round 
for small business financial services platform Zeppelin earlier this month. Mass Mutual Ventures Southeast Asia, a corporate venturing vehicle for insurance firm Massachusetts Mutual Life, has led a $6 million Series A round for Singapore-based customer relationship management platform Priver, which has built an app for users to turn their contacts into leads and eventually clients through numerous communications channels. The unit put up $3 million, according to the filings from Singapore's Accounting and Corporate Regulatory Authority. Prior funding details were unavailable, but Entrepreneur First had included the company in a 2018 Singapore cohort. The company claims that its product is being used by over 45,000 sales professionals based in over 75 markets globally, processing some 20 million leads. Its services include customized messages and content, PDF generation, follow-up reminders, and lead management. Elsewhere, gas and energy company Energy360 has invested in two electric vehicle technology companies, namely Munich-based ChargeX and Vienna-headquartered Ubik through its Smart Energy Innovation Fund. ChargeX provides intelligent multiple charging sockets that allow for up to 10 EVs to charge from a single charging port using smart phase distribution to allocate charge between the vehicles as efficiently as possible. Ubique, for its part, is focused on developing artificial intelligence-powered software that lets EV sharing and rental companies see where the areas of highest demand are so that they can optimize supply and demand, making sure that the adequately charged vehicles are where they are most needed. Energy360 is aiming to achieve 100% supply of renewable energy to its customers by 2040 and has been investing in sustainable energy companies for years through its Smart Energy Innovation Fund. On to some fund news. Oil and gas producer Total Energies is winding down its CVC unit, Total Energies Ventures, and opting to focus on its accelerator, with unit chief Francois Badoil telling GCV that the organization was changing gears. The fund is pivoting to an accelerator model to focus on smaller, earlier-stage investments amid rocketing valuations for climate tech companies and later-stage rounds getting crowded out. Axios has reported that the CVC unit was set to be cut entirely, but Badwal pushed back against this characterization that the unit would be dismantled. The venture team will still be involved in the accelerator initiative and continue managing relationships with current portfolio companies. Total Energies launched its accelerator program, called Total Energies On, in March to support companies involved in renewable energy generation, distributed energy management, energy storage, power retail, trading, and electric mobility. Signs of the shift towards the accelerators came at the end of last year, when Edouard Bulteau, a director at the CVC unit, joined Total Energies On and was not replaced at his former position. U.S.-based printing ink and coding manufacturer Inks International Inc. formed a $50 million corporate venture capital vehicle, having teamed up with CVC as a service group, Touchdown Ventures. Inks Venture Capital will operate on a stage-agnostic basis, identifying and backing material science technology startups that are generating revenue and have strategic significance for the company's main business. The fund's areas of focus will include sustainability, circular economy, digital printing, manufacturing automation, and brand owner services. The unit, which will invest globally with an emphasis on North America, Europe, and South America, is set to focus on early-stage companies but will also selectively participate in seed and growth stage rounds. Its initial check sizes will range from $1 to $3 million with possible follow-on investments. And finally, France-based cosmetics producer L'Oreal has formed an investment company in Shanghai in the midst of the city's strict COVID-associated lockdown. 
The company, which will invest in local beauty technology developers, is L'Oreal's first investment unit in China. Bold, another L'Oreal subsidiary, will help run the new vehicle. Given that China is maintaining a strict zero-COVID policy and Shanghai has been under more than six weeks of tough stay-at-home orders with no immediate end in sight, the launch of this new initiative shows that L'Oreal is bullish about the Chinese startup market. China, which L'Oreal entered in 1997, is now the company's second largest market globally and its Shanghai office was made its North Asia headquarters last year. And that just about does it for this week's episode of GVR. Keep an eye out for our upcoming CVC interview series, which you can catch on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. If this is your first time tuning in, don't forget to subscribe. And if you can, please leave a review because they are always helpful. You can catch our full industry coverage at globalventuring.com. I have been Fernando Moncada. Our sound engineer is Mark Chatterley from In-Ear Production, whose work you can look at at inearproduction.com. And our intro music is by Kevin McLeod on a Creative Commons license. We'll be back next week. Until then, have a great week. Mm-hmm.